Hey, it's Carrie Ann Michelle. When I set out to create season two of Lofty TV back in 2020, I wanted to capture the secrets of some of the most successful female entrepreneurs I knew. Looking back three years later, I see a direct connection between these authentic, vulnerable conversations and the successful outcomes for this amazing, diverse group of women. Tune in to learn how the right self-care plan does, in fact, enable success. Hey, this is Carrie Ann Michelle. Today, my guest is Malika Martin-Wells. We talk about the spiritual side of self-care, feeling the vibrations of nature, and how to find a greater sense of self-peace. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's good to see you. <laughs> you too, Malika. How are you today? I am well. I'm doing well. <laughs> That's great. Thank you for being a guest. No problem. I was so excited when you asked me to do this. So I've been, I've been excited all day. Oh, okay. What's going on? <laughs> like I'm going to be on a podcast. Be <laughs> on a podcast. I love it. Um, that's great. Well, yes. So we'll introduce you to anyone who's watching and listening. This is my friend Malika Martin Wells, uh, a fellow Chicago gal. We're both here in Chicago, though we're not together in the same space. <laughs> and Malika is the owner of M Martin Creative and Do Well. Um, and as we think about her role specifically with what she does with M. Martin Creative, uh, she is an intuitive creative, a soul care cultivator, and the queen of logistics. I love those titles. Um, and what you do in your business is you assist creative entrepreneurs in cultivating this balance in their personal and professional lives, which is so applicable to what we're talking about today, which I love. And we uh, met, gosh, over, it's been over a year now. Yeah. Um, so we met at uh, Evolve Her, a creative co-working space for women uh, in Chicago, which sadly now has closed mm -hmm. um, during COVID, though there's still a digital component to the community, but a wonderful place um, for female entrepreneurs to connect. And then we spent some time shortly after the day we met at a Grit and Grace Summit here in Chicago last year. And it's funny, it's like whenever I think about you, I always just feel like you're one of those people that we've met, but it doesn't really, it feels like I've known you a long time. I don't know how to explain it. It's just sort of a, like a recognition of a friend that I just, you know, I feel like we just instantly connected. So um, it's it's so nice to see you again, because I know it's just been too long. Because <laughs> <laughs> even when we spoke not too long ago, was it a video call or was it just a phone call? just on the phone yeah so i haven't haven't seen you in a long time <laughs> no um yeah and i'd be i'd love to know how are things going with um business right now how is how is everything hanging in there so i can't complain honestly things are going much different than i anticipated at the beginning of all of the chaos <laughs> with the pandemic and um We've just, with both businesses, have been pretty stable, and I, I mean, I've, I'm dumbfounded. <laughs> and it, it just shows a testament of, like, where you put your intention is what you're going to get from it. What you put in is what you get out. So I was determined to not feel, feel the brunt of it, 
of, of the impact of the pandemic and I was determined to still have a successful business and those things are happening. So I'm very grateful. Oh, that's amazing. And I think you're right. I mean, I think there's something so powerful to where we put our energy and our intentions, even when it's hard, you know, yeah. even when it's really hard. And um, I know I, your background is actually more in the event space world, right? So you spent time yeah. in kind of more of a, like a bigger company environment before you started working for yourself. For sure. So Strangely, even though I was in events and I was working at a big company, they were still considered small businesses <laughs> because it was like one or two owners and they had under 100 employees at first. Um, but when I left, it was definitely a much larger company. You know, when I left the event world, I was working for companies who were much larger and had multiples of hundreds of employees and it was a very different dynamic from going to working with yourself and that's it <laughs> so, so yeah but i i took all of that experience that i learned so much from it and it taught me a lot of lessons in how to do business and how to organize business versus just kind of flailing out there and flying by the seat of my pants yeah well and i think that's frankly can be unique for somebody who's especially kind of more creative uh, minded as you are. Um, because I know you're a source for creative entrepreneurs, but that's mostly because you are creative yourself and when you, you know, get into that side, but yet you still have that operational part of you too. So there's a really nice balance there. And, and do well, just for anyone who's listening or watching, um, tell us a little bit more about that because I know that's been shifting and changing. Yes, so Do Well started out as Do Well Sandwich Company. And it is a business I started with my husband and it was the catalyst for me actually leaving the event world for the most part. <laughs> so we decided we were going to start this business and I was like, okay, well, I feel like I'm ready for a change anyway. I'm going to leave my job. We're going to focus on this. And we started selling sandwiches, slinging sandwiches <laughs> and lemonade. And it turned out that the lemonade was, I always say the star of the show. So we started setting our focus more on the lemonade and we kind of cut out all of the food and sandwiches and just focus on creating a beverage line. So now we don't only have lemonade, but we also make margarita mix and we have uh, mixing syrups, which are really good for cocktails or making your own sodas or toppings on desserts. Like there's a multitude of applications but yeah so that's where a lot of my I get to use a lot of my creative juices because I get to develop products which yeah. is something I never thought I would do in my life <laughs> like I was always like I'll never work in food service here you are <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know that's a lot to balance because um one business I know for myself is a lot um, let alone stepping in and being a part of a business with your, your husband, you know, any kind of partner in your life. I mean, that's, that's in, within and of itself, its own challenge and, you know, finding balance. I would be curious how, you know, you're starting to cultivate or how you've been cultivating balance as we think about self-care. Like, what is one go-to practice for you that helps you with all that? Meditation. <laughs> Meditation. But along, so my meditation is like a two part thing because I also do intuitive card readings. So I will do a reading for myself. I'll pull a card for the day or a couple cards for the day to kind of give me an intention. 
for uh, for the day, but also what to meditate on and kind of bring my awareness to some areas that I may not have been so focused on. And um, I use that as a blueprint for my meditation and breath work. Like all of it is just so intertwined. Yeah. So it's like those, those three things I use to kind of ground myself and get back to center because running a business, running two businesses, and running a business with someone who you are so close to and emotionally invested in, it can get challenging to separate your personal feelings from the business. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, with my husband, especially, if anybody out there is married, you know how it can be. So, you know, they'll say one thing and you're like, <laughs> compartmentalize I mean you know between kind of working with him as husband and maybe having moments that are sort of fun in that way but then really just as business partners yes I, I definitely have to compartmentalize so we have we have a structured way we do business which helps us compartmentalize so it was like how I was saying I took away those uh, organizational and structural kind of foundations from my other career and yeah. brought it into this because now it's like, well, this is what works when you deal with multiple personalities. Yeah. We have to have a meeting. We have to have an agenda. <laughs> Things like that to keep you from kind of just getting your emotions all wrapped up in it. Yeah, that's a really good, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Because I think that is, that is key with, I mean, any kind of profession is you want to show up as your full self and you want to be authentic and you want to have emotions there because that's part of who we are but there's also the balance of being able to move through those in a proactive and positive way for working with others and right. yeah but i want to go back to it for a minute because the intuitive card reading thing to me is really interesting yes. um and i know it's interesting as i've been having these conversations you know a lot of what comes up around self-care is we all tend to kind of talk about maybe I tried something new or something that works for me and traditionally it's on the woo spectrum, you know, but then once you learn more about what it does for you, all of that sort of falls away and um, it becomes something so foundational. So I too uh, have gotten into cards as some really pretty little, um, they're called spirit song and they're little, they're animals and they're beautiful. Um, yeah. Cause I, I thought it would be interesting to kind of get into the idea of card reading or some people call it tarot cards or oracle cards, but all the sets that I saw for me just felt kind of dark and heavy. And so when I found this little box, I was in a crystal store. So it's, you know, makes sense that it might've been there, but it's, they're very beautiful and pastel colors. Um, but you know, when I use them, it's, it's sort of like that with meditation. I'd be curious to know sort of how you got into it and what your process actually is. You know, when you say you draw a card, I mean, you just pull it out of the box and just whatever's feeling like the right one to pull. So it is a very spiritual experience. Mm -hmm. So I do, um, I started, I got into it. Let's start there. I got into it because one of my good friends had, she was getting readings from a particular woman who would do like virtual phone readings. And she was in love with her and she's like, oh, you know, she's so good and she's so patient and informative. And one time she purchased a reading, but she couldn't go at the scheduled time. So she was like, oh, here you have it. <laughs> so I did the first one 
and she does the reading for me and she pulls all of these cards, probably like 12 cards. And she's just going through them and I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That sounds like it makes sense. It was really real, like it really was Yeah, it was very real for me. Cause growing up, I've always had kind of a sixth sense of okay. things and you know, my father, I, I grew up very Christian, so it was kind of like secretive. But my father was also had a very serious sixth sense. And you know, we, we equate that to just the Holy Spirit. And then she started reading the cards and she's like, oh, well you have these different spiritual gifts. And she was like, are you surprised to hear that? And I was like, not really. <laughs> like, I think they're there. So I, I got two more readings from her over the course of a year and they all were very related. So it was like, she was pulling some of the same cards every time. Wow. And I was like, well, you know, that's proof in the pudding enough for me. So yeah. from that point, I was like, I feel like I've heard what I needed to hear from her and I'm going to just like get a deck of cards and pull, you know, some stuff for me just kind of like as maintenance or whatever. I was just drawn to it. And then I started pulling cards and then I started practicing with my friends just to like see. And it was always something like, oh my God, that's so true. Or that really resonates with me. So from there, I was just like, well, I guess this is how my gifts translate into the real world. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I got into it. And it's just, it's been very helpful for me to, um, because I can be a bit indecisive and it kind of helps me settle in a space and it's like hey maybe you should chill out maybe you should go outside maybe you should do these things before you make a decision so it helps me kind of get back to 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 the root of things instead of flying all up in the air like i like to do <laughs> I, I mean i think i think that's amazing and i know for me what will happen is i will just sort of shuffle my little deck i'll put them upside down so i can't see anything else I'll just kind of feel with my hand and maybe ask a question or mm -hmm. I'll be kind of be feeling, you know, how am I feeling this morning? I like to do it in the morning yeah. and I'll just turn one over and then I'll read, I have a little book, right? And it help cause I can't memorize them all. Um, and it'll tell me, you know, what that, that symbol on that card means. And for me, it's animals. And yeah. um, usually what I find is there's something in there that really relates to whatever I'm feeling or thinking or the question I was asking. And it's interesting you mentioned you grew up Christian. I, I grew up um, Catholic and, um, you know, there was this idea of also kind of going to the Bible. And it's, yeah. I was explaining to my father recently because I got, I got these cards and he didn't quite understand what all that was about. And I said, well, it's very spiritual. It's not so different in some ways to me of like, you know, reading a verse and, and um, finding something in there that I can relate to and then thinking about that idea throughout my day. Yeah. I always like to say that why put a limit on how God can communicate with us? Yeah. So if he can communicate with us through the Bible, then he can also communicate to us through cards or crystals or animals or however it resonates for you doesn't make it any less godly or spiritual, you know? So yeah. really whatever connects with you that God knows how to talk to you when he needs to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're going to look at a deck of cards for guidance. He's going to talk to you through those or he, she, I'm not, you know, <laughs> God will speak to you through the deck of cards. If that's how you're seeking guidance. Yeah. 
I agree. And it's, it is interesting, like you said, I mean, as I, as I've um, gotten more into kind of the, um, learning Qigong and learning Tai Chi, I've uh, gotten more into other parts of the world spiritually, right? Um, sort of kind of with yoga, but then opening up to these other medical martial art forms. And it's interesting that anybody that I've, you know, been a part of a community with that celebrates um, a spiritual connection to something that's a higher power, no matter what it is, it really is about that unique communication, you know, yeah. whether it's coming literally through nature, um, you know, whether it's coming through cards, whether it's coming through the Bible, whether it's coming through a different book of some sort. Um, so it's, I mean, and, and again, I think back on the topic of self-care, I mean, taking that time for yourself to connect with something greater than you and to reflect on that yes. is holding space. It's allowing yourself that time, you know? Yes. I love the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would be curious then how you find you use self-care to support your kind of your career and business goals. I mean, is it similar? Is it different? I would say it's similar. I'll, I'll pull a card for anything, but <laughs> it's similar because I have to tap into what I use, the practices I use for my personal well-being in order to be grounded enough to go into business and communicate with others or to make decisions in that same way. So if I'm trying to make a decision personally, it's the same process. So yeah. I would meditate. My personal self-care routine should ultimately affect my business. Because if I'm grounded and if I feel like I have confidence and I can communicate clearly and I can think clearly and focus, then it makes it easier for me to go into the office or the living room. <laughs> yeah. And do and, and interact with other people, our vendors, my husband as my business partner. And it also cultivates a level of creativity that would otherwise be blocked if I was focused on all these other things because I didn't clear my energy. Yeah, I agree. I think that's something really interesting too, just even using that phrase, you know, clear my energy. Mm -hmm. I'd love to talk about that a little bit because you know, that's something that comes up a lot for me with um, sound goals and playing those not only for myself, but in all the virtual workshops and once upon a time, the, the live workshops. But you know, a big part of what sound can do is to help literally clear energy. Um, physically in the body where things are stuck, mentally giving you something to focus on and, uh, and energetically because we, you know, we are one, one being that has all these parts. Um, so what is like, when you clear your energy, is that, are you thinking about the breath work again, the meditation? Are there other things you do? So I do a lot of visualization when I meditate. I usually like visualize myself in nature. I have like this one special spot in my brain that I go to and it's like this really lush forest and I sit at the base of this tree and I feel like that um, grounds me and I like en envision my like ancestors. So like my grandparents, people, you know, ancestral wisdom, essentially. I envision them there, you know, kind of just supporting me. Mm -hmm. And that helps me clear my energy, breath work, when I'm, when I'm out and around people and I can't just sit there and <laughs> zen out. <laughs> Breathing is very important or going outside for a walk, let the sun shine on my face. Those are all like my go-to things when it's just like, Something is something's clogging you up and you got to get it out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think 
it, and that's a good way to put it too. You know, for me, it's interesting. Water has always been something that really kind of shifts my energy. Um, it's interesting if I'm feeling really tired, it tends to energize me and vice versa. If I'm kind of way awake, uh, water can calm me down. And um, so, but you know, all these things, getting outside, breathing, breathing. So it's all kind of like the elements, you know, it's like the air, it's the fire, yeah. it's the water, it's the earth, you're sitting under a tree in that visualization. And I also think it's powerful to think about um, clearing the energy throughout the day, because I know for myself, there are days that I have the best of intention and I'm having a hard time getting going. And I'm sort of, I call it my monkey mind, you know, it's everywhere. I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm turning off my social media. I'm closing out email and I'm trying to just write something. And sometimes it just, I realize uh, I need to go for a walk, you know, yeah. 10, 20 minutes. I need to go for a walk. And that is, I didn't really think about it that way until you just said that, but it is really just sort of clearing, but I'm just clearing my mind, but it's also clearing my whole self. Yeah. Because now you're out in nature, which has a way higher vibration than anything else material that's in your home, most likely. <laughs> you know, the wind is activating you and you see the sun and it just really, it, it's, it's an experience. I also think it's powerful what you shared about, um, your visualization method mm -hmm. and how um, you have a place you go. I, I did a meditation training last year called IRS Yoga Nidra. And a big part of that is bringing in um, what they call um, basically an inner resource. And that's the verbiage they use, but it's not so different. Basically what you're saying is a, a place that you go to, or it's, it's uh, visualizing a place or people, or I, sometimes my inner resource is, um, cat of mine that is a beloved animal she passed away um but she and so she was my inner resource before and she still is now you know and it's i'll find myself just sort of being with her you know yeah. there's not really anything around me but it makes me feel calm it makes me feel grounded that's beautiful i love yeah. that oh as my cat sleeps on this <laughs> <laughs> there's um, <laughs> they are also a good source of a different vibration honestly in your home and yeah and that's another form you know for me self-care sometimes is just taking time with I have another cat who is alive very very alive I'm surprised she's not meowing right now and you know just being with her can also sort of shift how I'm feeling yeah so that's lovely I know it's a um, companion you know it's another person another person another being yeah exactly <laughs> yeah has, how is like, since we've been in this time, I mean, not only the pandemic, but then, you know, both of us living in Chicago and we've had, we've had a lot going on in our city with protests and rioting and it's, it's been hard. It's been hard uncertainty, you know, in the country, uncertainty in the city we live in, um, in our neighborhoods, in our communicate, our communities. Um, the practices around self-care, your routine, has it shifted during COVID for you and, and during sort of everything going on? Yeah, I would say definitely. Yeah. So before, before, um, because I think like the whole pandemic kind of really set off here in March, like maybe late March. Yeah. Um, in January and February were like these really invigorating months for me spiritually. So I was really tapped into my self-care and I was just, you know, I was detoxing and <laughs> I was in my closet, I call it my closet, <laughs> just spending hours in there, like reading, writing, meditating. And it was just like this wonderful, beautiful time. And then COVID came 
and kind of shut down all of my plans. Mm. I was just like, well, I'm in the house, so I can meditate whenever I want. You know, like I don't have to do it in the morning because I have to go to work or I don't have to do it. I'm like, I'm just going to kind of do it as it comes. And then, of course, I don't do it because I don't schedule it anymore. I'm not prioritizing it anymore. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm in good shape because I just did a detox and, and like I took everything for granted. <laughs> yeah. And then I was just like, oh, I need to get back into my routine because this isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working for me. I mean, at first it, it felt really good because I love to be in, I love to be at home. I'm a homebody. So I was like, oh, this doesn't bother me at all. So that first month wasn't so bad. But over time, I could tell the difference and I could tell that I wasn't as grounded as I usually was. And also the, the unex, unexpected business that we were receiving, I didn't think that we were going to be that busy. Okay. So now I'm busy trying to manage business and I'm not doing my self care and I'm really noticing what happens when I don't focus my, you know, prioritize my self care, especially when I have to work. So I kind of got back into that, <laughs> but I, I still have a slightly more relaxed program. It's not like, Oh, get up at 6 30 AM and meditate. Now it's like, well, when you wake up, just go meditate, you know, yeah. because you don't have to go to the office. <laughs> <laughs> at office you just have to go to the living room <laughs> getting your routine back is what I'm hearing and that sounds like that is is helping you yes definitely and because you get into this space and it's like I love that I go through these things it just shows the humanity of me because even though I say I have an expertise in a certain area and I teach and instruct and assist other people in these areas, it doesn't mean that I am perfect. So when I go through it, it's like, well, I have proof that this works because when I fall off, I notice a difference almost immediately. My communication sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my temper might get a little out of control, which I'm not a extremely temperamental person, but when I notice that, it's like, okay, something's not right, you know? Yeah. So it reminds me of this is important. And this is why I do what I do, because I understand the importance of it. I'm not just out here blowing air up. You're behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I think that's so I think that's so true. I mean, it's interesting because until I really understood what self-care was, I think the closest I had back in corporate America was maybe working out and trying to make physical activity time for myself every day because I was sitting for so many hours. There really wasn't an option I've had as an entrepreneur to move around a little bit more in my day or find flexibility. And the only issue with that was it was always kind of for more of like an ego-focused need. I mean, it was nothing wrong with wanting to be in shape and feeling right. But it was a little bit more of like the ego wanting to look a certain way as opposed to feel a certain way as yeah. the driver. And now, as I can relate to what you were saying about, you know, just your kind of temperament. I mean, if I, um, so Qigong is kind of my go-to form of um, a moving meditation. Mm -hmm. And so gentle. And I, I really try to practice daily. And there's some, you know, opportunities within that to do a shorter practice or a longer practice. But when I don't do it for more than 24 hours, that is when I'll start to notice I get short, I have a harder time focusing. And it's amazing what that space of, you know, five to 20 minutes in your day for yourself, 
I yeah, mean, yeah. how much it can affect the ability to even manage. Like, I feel like I'm always teetering right now. I'm just like with uncertainty in the media and everything going on in a big city. It's like at any moment, I could just kind of go that way, you know? I know. And I will say, now that I've gotten back to my self-care practice as normal, and I'm still not perfect by any means, but I notice when things come up, it's much easier <laughs> to deal with them when you're not, you know, then versus when you're not doing the practice. So it's like, oh, some kind of chaotic situation pops up in the city and I would be enraged any other time. But because I've been putting in the work and making sure I'm staying centered, when it happens, it's like, oh, that sucks. It's terrible. But I have the tools I need to work through my emotions, one, so I don't go on some Instagram rant. <laughs> embarrass myself possibly um and it just kind of gives you it, it just gives you a greater sense of peace because you also remember like what's happening right now is not it's not the end all be all you know right. like there's something greater out there there's a greater purpose behind everything and although it really sucks and i'm going to do my best to keep this from happening again i'm going to do whatever put whatever good energy into the situation to prevent it from happening again. It's not the end, you know, there's, there's some greater things at work that, that are out of my control, you know, and it yeah. gives a peace. Yeah, I agree. It, and I, I, I know it, taking that time helps for so, so many different levels of um, how we react to, to different situations and, um, and I like what you said, you know, finding this greater sense of peace for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I was just curious about was shifting routines. Have you tried any different like digital classes, workshops, or tools in this time of being at home that you love? I have been watching a lot of people's lives. <laughs> but, you know, not just random lives, but a lot of uh, spiritual teachers who I did not know existed before. You know, they may be like, kind of starting entry-level spiritual teachers, but are very talented, very experienced in different ways than I am that I would not have known existed if I wasn't looking at Instagram more or because I'm online looking for specific types of things. Now it pops up in my feed because of, you know, the, the algorithm or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I follow every Sunday I go to church. And... It's not typical church. I've, I've found uh, someone who resonates with my beliefs and is very inclusive of different forms of spirituality and um, very African-centered, which is important for me too, because, you know, I feel like we do, I lost or not lost, but wasn't aware of certain things that my ancestors practiced. And it's still a part of my, you know, start, it should still be a part of my lineage and spiritual practice. So I was very grateful to find people like that. And because I found her, then I found other things. And, you know, so it was the virtual resource for me that has been the most impactful is that Sunday service. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I hadn't been to church. Well, I've probably been to church like twice in the past year before that. <laughs> like actual building church. So, so I know, um, now I can tell my mom like, yeah, I go to church every Sunday. 
<laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful um, thing, I think, when we can reconnect with spirituality in that kind of community sense, you yeah. know. And we've talked a lot about different ways that you can cultivate the self-care and, and spiritual parts of self-care on your own. But I love that, you know, that's something that's come out of this time for you, you know, yeah. in terms of just being more open to looking and having maybe some space and, and needing to find, you know, broader community that you can connect with. And sure. also that's amazing that there's some other sort of lessons and education that you're finding that really connects with you on this sort of very deep, deep level. Yeah, yeah but outside of that, I do yoga on YouTube. <laughs> and, and I think that's about it. I'm not great at doing like online workout classes or meditations because I'm, I'm very particular. And after a while, listening to someone else's voice, I'm like, ah, I can do this myself. Yeah. <laughs> like I get bored. <laughs> honest I think it happens to a lot of us so that's why I mean I think your Sunday church is special and also I think the other thing I love about that is that you're making that space and time for yourself on a weekly basis in your routine to say this is you know when I'm going to spend another form of self-care yeah for sure for sure awesome. and it's a really beautiful practice so it, it definitely opened my eyes to a different way to practice you know to practice my own self-care so and feeling included, I think, is a very important part of feeling worthy or like increasing your self-esteem, which is why we should practice self-care to give us our own sense of self-worth. But also finding community is a, sense, is a level of self-care. Finding a community of like-minded people who can support you is self-care because you want to surround yourself with people who align and who are not toxic and necessary and constantly bombarding you with energy that doesn't align with you. Yeah, I agree. Because it also, being around that energy sort of begets your own energy in that way. And back to the beginning of the conversation when you were saying like, that's where you put your focus and, and for your business, that's what's helped. Oh my gosh, I've loved this conversation. Yeah. Thank so you. much. This has been, this it's been not great good having conversation with you. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this has been fantastic. Um, so if, if people are driving with some of the things that you've said today, maybe they're even a creative entrepreneur or there's somebody who's interested in learning more about these lemonades and these beverages, uh, where should we tell them to go? So if they are interested in working with me through MR Creative, so you know, developing a self-care routine that complements their business and helps them find their authentic voice in business, they can find me at mmartincreative.com or on Instagram at mmartincreative. So that's M like Malika, <laughs> Martin <laughs> Creative. And if you want some delicious drinks, some yummy all-natural lemonades and uh, mixes, you can find us at eatlivedowell.com or at Duel Chicago on Instagram. <laughs> yes, I don't, I don't know how I haven't, thank you for that. I don't know how I haven't tried your beverages yet. It's time for us to have our August picnic. Social oh, business. yes, yes, yes. Let's have I love picnic, I'm obsessed. <laughs> we can draw cards and we can drink the beverages. Oh my God, and people would just be looking at us like, what are they doing? Ooh, we're having so much fun. Thank you for joining me today. 
You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's Carrie Ann Michelle. I believe that taking self-care to the next level just takes the right mindset. If you want a daily routine, check out my Patreon membership where I share sound baths that help alleviate anxiety, meditations to get centered, and tips and tools to stay grounded and balanced.